Hey, welcome. It's uh, seven minutes after 11 o'clock. We'll talk a little bit about homelessness, but the Wuhan lab is in the news. There's a group called the USRTK. That is the U.S. Right to Know. And uh, emails obtained by them show the United States uh, that the scientists here appeared to cover up their plan to carry out a, a high-risk coronavirus experiment in uh, Wuhan, uh, which had uh, really shoddy biosafety measures. Emails show how they thought U.S. researchers would freak out if they knew the experiments were conducted uh, in that lab. Uh, it, it, that lab, by the way, had a lower safety level uh, than required here in the United States. It appears American scientists covered up their intentions to work at the lab in Wuhan so they could, quote, evade any national security concerns about doing high-level biosecurity work in China. They knew. They, they knew. They, they did it knowing th that uh, this was a violation, and they covered it up. A team of scientists uh, revealed how the U.S. scientists applied for funding to create the COVID-like virus in China. A year later, COVID-19 emerged in Wuhan and spread across the world. The documents suggest that they deliberately misled the Pentagon on the riskiness of the experiments in order to secure its backing. The proposal, uh, known as uh, Diffuse, came from Echo Health Alliance. And we're all familiar with Echo Health Alliance. The documents laid out explicit instructions for how to insert proteins that infect human cells into SARS COVID backbones in the notorious Wuhan Virology Lab. In an, in an edited version of the proposal, uh, Dr. Ralph Barrick. Uh, an expert in creating recumbent uh, coronaviruses, makes a note of its riskiness. The proposal outlined the highly cost-effective nature of the experiment, which Dr. Barrick said was due to the lower biosafety lab facilities required in China. As a subcontractor on the project, he wrote, uh, in the U.S., these recumbent SARS-CoV uh, uh, are studied under BSL, uh, the lab levels uh, three and two, especially important uh, for those that are able to bind and replicate in human cells. In China, uh, might be uh, growing these viruses under BSL two. And researchers here would freak out if they knew. So they knew. They lied to Congress. They lied to the Pentagon. They knew what they were doing. They did it anyway. Critics say the proposal clearly laid out plans to create a mother of COVID virus. Um, served as a blueprint for how to create COVID and in turn kickstart the pandemic. Rand Paul, a supporter of the lab leak theory said that the uncovered evidence supports the deception used by players linked to the Wuhan lab. He was right all along. And the result of this 
millions of people died. They've destroyed the U.S. economy. They crippled businesses everywhere. And for what? How insane. This insanity is the result of a government out of control. We have found the enemy and it is us. You know, I keep preaching and screaming, we need smaller government. We need to get the government to do only what they were supposed to do in the Constitution. Government's job isn't to protect you from your own bad decisions. Government's job is not to look at uh, your health care or medical inventions or any of that stuff. But we've gotten so far beyond that. They're spending money on things you have no idea they're spending money on. And you're powerless to stop it. It's gotten out of control. And everybody thinks this is the way it should be because it's the way it's been for most of our lives. You've got to wake up and understand it wasn't always this way. Uh, another piece... Uh, at the Epic Times, there may be around one in ten chance that Pfizer's mRNA, uh, mRNA COVID nineteen vaccines won't generate spike proteins, but something else. A new Cambridge study finds rising concerns about autoimmune response. The study authors found that eight percent of the time, Pfizer mRNA COVID nineteen vaccines are mistranslated leading to the formation of unintended proteins. The mistranslation is primarily driven by Pfizer's modification to the mRNA basis. So there are adverse reactions, uh, and it is causing an increase uh, in, among other things, cancers. I mean, all of this, all of this, including the mRNA vaccine, Who's behind it? The government. Their one-size-fits-all, take your money and spend it as they so choose, is killing you and me and, frankly, the country. And yet there will be people who argue with me that, no, no, we, we, we can't stop the government from doing this or we can't stop them from doing that or they have to do If they don't do this, the world will collapse. Whatever... <laughs> I, I don't I don't even know where to go from here. Really, I, I don't. I don't know how Americans aren't waking up to the dangers of big government. Should be keenly aware that they they screw up everything and their one size fits all regulations harm as many people as they might help. Crazy. All right, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Or you can go to GaryNolan.com and uh, send a message there. The Missouri Supreme Court has struck down a law that targeted homeless camps. Uh, the Missouri St Supreme Court, according to the Columbia Missourian, struck down a law that threatened homeless people with jail time for sleeping on state land. Judges ruled unanimously to toss the law for violating a section of the Missouri's Constitution. 
or we've talked about homeless people and what to do with them. Where should they be allowed to sleep? Where should they be allowed to sleep? Look, they're, they're not out getting a job. They don't have a hotel room. They don't have an apartment. They don't have a home. They've got to sleep somewhere. Where? Should there be some part of every city where we let them sleep? I mean, in San Francisco and Los Angeles, in major urban areas, they're sleeping right on the street. Disrupting commerce, uh, defecating on sidewalks. Should we let homeless people have a place to sleep and set up a camp? A designated area. Sleep here. What do you think? 874-9390-800-529-5572. Should we just give them a section, <clears throat> an area where they can sleep? To keep them off the streets? An area that... that uh, you could regularly uh, clean up, you know, trash cans, something to to sort of keep a little order and, and to keep things clean and neat. What do you think? Gary Nolan shows Zimmer Radio Network. It's eleven twenty, and uh, according to the Columbia Missourian, uh, the uh, the story is that the Missouri Supreme Court struck down a law that threatened homeless people with jail time for sleeping on state land. Does this mean they can go up on the Capitol and take a nap? I don't know. Uh, the judges uh, ruled unanimously to toss the law out. They said it violates a section of the Missouri Constitution that prohibits legislation from containing multiple unrelated subjects. So the One Subject at a Time Act is apparently uh, where this got fouled up. But where should, I mean, shouldn't we have maybe just an area in, in every city that's, you know, let the homeless sleep there? Instead of letting them sleep on the streets? And it shouldn't be some place, you know, like a, a, under a bridge where they can hide. It's not like the cops don't have enough to do, but maybe they could start arresting them for trespass. I don't know. Rick is on in Hallsville. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. You know, Gary, the city bought the VFW building yeah. uh, to make it into exactly what you're speaking of. But uh, I think now they call it a room at the inn or something. You can come there and sleep if you want to. But once they're there, they should be captured. Uh, they also bought other land to build a rehabilitation center. And these people, if they don't want to improve their lives, we need to, like, transport them to Cape Girardeau, Missouri, put them on a bus that's taking them into Tennessee, uh, because these people need to be somewhere where the winters are not that cold. Oh, so you're uh, doing this strictly because you don't want them to freeze. You're, this is out of the kindness of your heart that you're... Humanitarian, yes, sir. Uh, you know, the city bought all this property so that they could control the homeless and then did nothing with it. 
So we need a different policy where we're actually moving them to a warmer climate so they don't freeze to death. What a, what a wonderful motive for moving them out of the city. Last year, they had the VFW building. The wind chill was nine below zero, and guess what? It wasn't open so those people could go in there and keep warm. The city failed them and failed them, and the city and the state's going to fail them in everything they do unless they actually can put them behind a fence and control their activities or move them to a warmer climate. Well, I like how kindly uh, you've, you've, you're looking out for their best interest. You're not trying to clear out the city of Columbia. You just realize it gets cold here. What a sweetheart. Yeah. Well, well, Tennessee is not exactly warm in the winter. Shouldn't we maybe send them down to Georgia or Florida or Texas? Well, we just need them to move them to a place where maybe the weather would be kinder to them. Uh, Florida Keys. We'll send them down to the Keys. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big one on the government spending a lot of money on them to uselessly move them around, but the government has spent money to help them by buying land and facilities and then done nothing with it. Yeah, it's frustrating. Rick, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, posts uh, from GaryNolan.com. Uh, let's see here. Years ago, I was a reader at Junior High Academic Bowl competition. Senator Kennedy's exchange with the judges reminded me of that moment. We played some audio uh, of Senator Kennedy talking to these uh, uh, Biden-appointed judges. And it was embarrassing, just absolutely embarrassing. Um, Let's see. uh, Banality of the gen... What? The general... Never mind, I'll get to that later. That's silly. Uh, Allow the homeless camp in four parks in Columbia. The city could have four less parks for the hundreds it now has. For the hundred it now has. Yeah, we, we certainly don't have a paucity of parks in the city of Columbia. We could dedicate one or two for homeless people. But I don't want them hiding behind high brush. I, I want them to be, you know, visible. Dustin, good morning. Hey, good morning, Gary. How you doing? I am well, thank you. Uh, that's good, buddy. That's good. Uh, yeah, you know the the guy people in Columbia. They there's just there's you know there's hotels around that are vacant, and I feel like they could use them to uh, you know give them somewhere to stay out of the warm, kind of like your first caller was saying, you know. Well, the first caller uh, was suggesting we <laughs> we move them to Florida or someplace warm. He said Tennessee, out of the kindness of his heart. Some people might think he's just getting them the hell out of Columbia. Right, right. Um, right. Um, you know, and I've seen them up under the overpasses and whatnot like that, and I've seen that uh, Columbia has putting up uh, little no trespassing signs up there, so I guess they're trying to keep them out from underneath there. But, you know, like you're saying, where... Where are we going to send them? You know, I I feel like you could take all the vacant buildings around and I guess put a little bit of money into it and 
give him somewhere to stay. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> I wonder if if you know if if this decision that was overturned. And I understand why it was overturned. It, it appears to be uh, because they violated the one subject at a time act. So they did the right thing. But does that now mean that the homeless can go to the Capitol and sleep on the lawn? I mean, that's... Right. I, I mean, no, I wouldn't. I could see that. I mean, it is state property. I don't know. All right, uh, Dustin, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Let me uh, go to GaryNolan.com and see... What's on Carol's mind? Gary, it's very warm south of the border. Oh, so here's what Carol is suggesting. Carol, you're, you may be on to things. Uh, Carol is suggesting that we take these homeless people because we care. We don't want them freezing to death. We should just take them down to Mexico. Just reverse, you know, they'd be a little bit like salmon going upstream. But we could, we could get them down there for their own good, where they could be homeless. And you know what else? They'd be even closer to the drugs that they want if they're drug addicts. Yeah, Carol, you may have struck a, a nerve here with this. This 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 looks like a solution to a problem that seems to be getting worse every day. Brian, that section of town that they where they cleaned out that homeless, yeah, <laughs> that homeless sorry they went. There. Uh, are they back? They're back there now, aren't they? Well, they cleaned out an area a couple of uh, weeks ago. Maybe it was Month only a week ago. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they re-infested an area behind Home Depot in there. But yeah. they, they cleaned them out. Uh, now they're, oh my, they're homeless. <laughs> <laughs> they're not only houseless, they're homeless. Yes. Oh, what a mess. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with them. I really don't. Uh, listen, uh Christmas right around the corner, and uh, we ought to talk uh, Christmas gifts. I have I've purchased my wife one of my wife's gifts. I can't say it on the air because family uh, sometimes listen, and I don't want the word to leak back to her. But I am curious to see if you got your Christmas shopping done. I'm willing to venture a bet, Brian, that more women got their Christmas shopping done than the men. Yeah, I think you're going to be correct in that. Uh-huh. Um, I have my gifts for Denise already. You want to hear them? Well, you know, it, you couldn't get in any more trouble uh, <laughs> than you're going to get into uh, in, in, anyway. So go ahead. Uh, cleaning supplies is number one. Uh, a little Mr. Clean, right. some uh, yeah. Comet. Uh, Anti-aging cream is number two. An anti-aging cream. That yeah. ought to go over real well. Uh-huh. Yeah. And a scale. A bathroom scale? Yeah. I, I see. Are those good choices? I just, you know, you're the expert in this field. Well, I'm thinking that maybe I should get the guest room ready <laughs> over my house <laughs> because uh, I'm thinking you're going to need it uh, on Christmas morning. Why? Just looking out for her, right? If that's what, <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's what you want to argue. Uh, but uh, you'll be out. You'll looking at, you're looking out, you'll be out. All right, uh, we're up against the clock. Quick break. We'll talk Christmas gifts and more because it is right around the corner. On the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. 
1135. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. A little uh, Christmas uh, conversation here. Um, it, and by the way, tomorrow's Think Tank Thursday, so it's pretty much going to be packed with guests. But uh, Brian and I were just kidding around about uh, getting gifts uh, for, for, for wives. Um, I confess I did something very similar to what you facetiously uh, explained a few minutes ago, Brian. Uh, several years ago... What, when did you we, get a vacuum or something? A, a carpet scrubber. <laughs> now, you, now you see you're laughing, but let me, let me explain. She probably asked for one, didn't she? And you obliged, right? We uh, had uh, our, our golden retriever, Rocco, um, and he was, uh, he was getting sick, and he occasionally would have an accident. And so she would get on her hands and knees and scrub the carpet. She had the spray can with this, uh, this little yellow lid on it, the cap that had this, like, scrubber attached to it. And she would just work it until it was clean. And I thought, well, that's, that's a lot of work. And Bissell had this pet cleaning Carpet cleaner is supposed to be great for dog hair and, and dog mistakes. So I bought her that. Um, it was probably one of the least romantic gifts I have ever given uh, Gwen. <laughs> and you know, you know who used it? Me. Uh, she's not, she's never used it. So clearly I made a mistake. I, I, I should not have uh, done that. I, I guess uh, getting a carpet scrubber is not the uh, most exciting thing to see under the tree. So I am curious, ladies, what is universally great as a gift for you? Uh, a lot of husbands are listening right now. A lot of husbands looking for ideas. Is it, you know, like it, you never go wrong with jewelry? Is it uh, you never go wrong with uh, gift cards, uh, appliances? What? What is a, just, you know, if they do this, the husband gets this, I'm going to be happy. If the husband, I can't wait to tell you what I'm, what I actually am getting Gwen. I, I just, I'm afraid if I say anything on the air, uh, it'll get back to her. But I, I promise you, she will go nuts when she gets this in a happy way. But ladies, is there something that is just a universal Yep, that'll do it. Jewelry, clothes, shoes, uh, gift cards, uh, uh, small appliances. Uh, is there anything that you would really love to find under the tree or that if, if the guy, the significant other in your life gets you, uh, you consider that a winner? That is just, that's great. Uh, you can't go wrong. You get me this and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy. Maybe perfume. What? Because a lot of guys want to know. Brian, do you do you actually? And I know you were just kidding around, but do you actually know what uh, what you uh, what what Denise really wants? I mean, do you? Yeah, do generally. I mean, you <laughs> you have enough time you've spent with her for the you know last year. <laughs> you should have a pretty good idea. It's like if we only had such and such. Yeah, yeah. I never I never get her what she overtly asks for. Right. Um, if she says, uh, I want uh, 
something to fill to charge the battery in my car if it goes if the battery goes flat. I, I won't get it for because there's no surprise in that. Yeah, you know, the carpet scrubber was a surprise. <laughs> was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> she even talked to me after that. Eight seven four ninety three ninety. The toll free eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. Or go to GaryNolan dot com. Is there something? Uh, that if he gets it for you, it is a winner. It's it's universal. Evelyn, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Is there well, s- something that uh, the sig- significant other can get you, and you and it's just it's a winner. Women will love it. That he heard me. So if I said I love this ring, I've been saying it for a while. Or we we've got to have some new furniture. Take her out furniture shopping. See which one she says, I love this. I know we can't afford it, but I love this. If we could get that, that's what I want. And you need to do this back in July so that you get your pricing, you know, and everything lined up. But listen, if I say this stupid iron, I can't stand it anymore. I can't stand it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go insane. Guess what she wants? Uh, an iron? If she says, I love this ring. Listen say ring this one you know which one in particular did you like babe you know if she says i would love to have that bissel right now guess what she wants listen to what she's telling you and get her what she's asking for for the record evelyn she she never said she she wanted that bissel carpet cleaner Uh, i know that's why it went over as well as it did (laughs) (laughs) my father got my mother i think a new mixer one year because yeah. she wanted that. He also got the family a 10-pound Hershey's chocolate bar, which is what he wanted. And he put them, and he let her open them both. A 10-pound Hershey bar? Oh, yeah. Where did it he get that? It was wonderful. <laughs> Where did he get that at? I'm all um, in for I'm that. I'm not sure. I think I'll it was a Haband uh, sold them around Christmas time one year. I'm not sure. All right. Evelyn, thank you. Uh, what about mm-hmm. candy? What about candy? Can you get chocolate candy? You, you said the the, the big uh, candy Is she bar. on a diet? Is she constantly trying to lose weight? Is that no. what she says she really wants? No. Or at least get her her favorite kind. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Evelyn. Uh, requires us to listen. <laughs> a fat chance. What is the name of the candy factory downtown? That's correct. Have yes. you been down there? Have you? Have Not you... this year. But, man, those chocolate-covered oh. strawberries are the best. If you get a chance, if you're looking for something, um, maybe even for an out-of-town guest uh, or an out-of-town relative, go to the candy factory and 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 pick some. I'm telling you, it is it is it's a little slice of heaven. God, I I should be charging for this, but it's true. Every year, I would go down to the candy factory because they had low-carb candy. So if you've got somebody who's a, a diabetic or who's doing the Atkins diet, which my sister used to do, you can go there and find candies. And I, I swear to you, I went down there and I bought a box of, of uh, low-carb candy. They, they've got a little, they had a little selection off to the right uh, in the back of the store. And I, I bought a box of it. And then I thought on my way home, you know, it's kind of tricky uh, to make this taste like regular candy, maybe I should taste it before I send it to her. Because you don't want to send it to her and have it taste terrible. So I tasted a piece, and it, it was really, really good. 
And then I thought, well, how do I know? Because it was an assortment that the rest of it is any good. I, I got about a mile and a half uh, from the, the candy factory. I had to turn around and go back uh, and get another box of candy so that I could send it to Maureen. Uh, so that's a great gift. It's a, it's a great thing. What about, uh, do you ever get steaks? In the, did anybody ever send you steaks, Brian? I've done that. No, no one has purchased me steaks, but I have bought them for other people. And yeah, I mean, I've, and I've heard back, it's like, oh man, that was the best gift ever. Doesn't Brian Mays have a, uh, a, 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 you're talking about Show Me Farms? Yeah, Show Me Farms. I'm not sure that, I think they sold that. I'm not sure. Oh. Well, there's other places, I suppose. Uh, but those are always handy. Those are always good gifts. Uh, I found uh, I found the candy factory to be a, a, a terrific place to to go find something new and something different. But if you've got any ideas and you want to share them, by all means, do so. Uh, and oh boy, oh boy, we are getting. Carol says, "Gary, a surprise trip to somewhere romantic." You know, I've done that several times, uh, and uh, Cleveland, uh, you know, just doesn't it doesn't do it for her. <laughs> All right, I got some more here. We'll uh, we'll share them with you on the Gary Nolan Show. Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 10 minutes to 12, and uh, we're talking about getting gifts, especially for wives, because I, uh, I think we're easy to shop for, don't you, Brian? Guys, we're easy to shop for. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it, you, you, you can uh, get us a pipe wrench, and we'll be happy. Doesn't take much. Women a little bit different. But I did get a, a tip here before I go back to the phones. Uh, from uh, Terry. She said, certificates for professional massages. Make it monthly for a year. Uh, so that's that's a pretty good idea. I think, anyway. Um, all right, let me go back to the phones here and see what other uh, tips we can gather. Wendell, good morning. Good morning. They, there ain't no 10-pound candy bars, but they sell two-pound uh, Hershey's and candy bars at Sam's. Really? Two pounds? Yes, uh, I'm pretty sure they're, they're two pounds. They're huge. Ah. I just may have to go to Sam's and get myself a Christmas gift. I, I, uh, I, I You know, I don't want to get it for Gwen. I, well, buy one for her, one for you. Merry Christmas. Well, that'll cost me extra money, won't it? Well, it depends on how much you want the Hershey's bar. <laughs> well, maybe I'll get her just a regular Hershey's bar, and I'll get myself the two-pounder. And then well, she won't feel left out. Uh, that I wouldn't suggest that. No, huh? <laughs> okay. Wendell, thank you. Glad yeah. to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Two-pound Hershey's bar. There wouldn't be a tooth left in my mouth by the time I got through that. All right, uh, just some ideas there, and some good ideas at that. But I'm telling you that um, that uh, candy factory is just, it's a great, great place to, uh, to find a gift. And the, and the candy is really, really good. Um, I, I, I just, I like it uh, a lot. All right. Uh, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell was asked at a recent gathering what he does for fun. He paused, then he grinned, and he said uh, a big party, a really big party. Uh, that has nothing to do with what the story is. The story is about whether or not investors are understanding what the Federal Reserve is going to do. After their policy meeting last week, Fed officials, Fed officials released projections 
of at least three rate cuts next year. They have since been flummoxed that investors expect even faster and deeper cuts. The result is confusion over when and how quickly the Fed might cut as the central bank tries to bring inflation down without a painful recession. If you convince yourself you've got inflation headed to where you want it to be, I don't have any objection to toggling rates down, uh, said Fed President Tom Barkin in an interview. But I'm still looking for conviction that inflation will settle at the Fed's 2% rate and not above. In other words, you're not convinced that they've got this thing nailed down to 2%. By the way, if you were listening a little earlier, uh, when uh, Professor Marie Sabrin was on, we were talking about what, uh, what normally would happen if the federal government didn't run so much, uh, so much debt, you would actually see slow deflation. Your money would go further. The more goods and services were produced, the lower the costs would be, and you would have, even without a raise, more spending power. But because the government runs all this debt and they have a 2% inflation rate, you can't, you can't count on that happening. The price of, of the, the value of the dollar goes down, ergo it takes more of them to buy the, the goods, even if production costs and everything else manage to drop. It's, it's false that we have this 2% inflation rate. It's not acceptable. You know, it, it, 2% or 5%, it doesn't matter. You're still heading in the wrong direction. And, and I don't know why the feds keep ignoring this. But if you if if one hundred percent kills the country, and you grow at two percent a year, eventually you kill the country. Eventually, you get to one hundred percent. It is so. It doesn't matter. They they know what they're doing will destroy the currency. Yet they keep doing it, and I blame both Democrats and Republicans. Democrats for their social programs and the Republicans for making us the world's police. Because between those social programs and the Pentagon, we're spending way more than we can possibly pay off. I was looking at, and, and Brian and I were chatting about this uh, during the last break, the national debt clock. I try to look in on it from time to time uh, because sometimes I forget how bad it, it really is. $33,931,000,000,000. So we're, if you round it up, it's uh, 932. $33,932,000,000,000. By Monday, that should be a 34, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's not going to take terribly long to bring us up to that uh, 34. You think it's going to go that, that much in I don't the know. weekend? I don't know. I'm just guessing. It takes about... 30 seconds for the federal government to run up a million dollars. Two million dollars a minute. <laughs> uh, I don't think we quite make it uh, by, the, by Monday. But we're not going to be far. I'm telling you, sometime in the next month or so, we will crest to $34 trillion. And what was that last computation, Brian? Was it uh, 40,000 years? Yeah. It, well, on how much money was it again? Uh, when we hit $33 trillion, 
we asked math whizzes uh, how long at a million dollars a day. We were at like ninety thousand dollars last time we asked, or ninety not dollars, ninety thousand years, ninety thousand years to pay it off. At what did we say? A million dollars. A million dollars a day. A day, yeah. And you, you know, you can't do that. If you could, if you could <laughs> stop spending more than you take in. In other words, not run a deficit. It would mean drastic cuts in spending. But if you accomplish that, and you went just a titch further, and you had a million dollars a day left over to pay the debt, it would take 90, is that right? 90,000 years? Is that what we figured? That's correct, yes. 90,000 years to pay off. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen because Democrats and Republicans refuse to go after the social programs and they refuse to quit being the world's police department. Think about how many billions of dollars we sent to Ukraine. How much money we've sent to Israel. How much did we spend between uh, when Iraq went into Kuwait? I mean, literally... We just were addicted to the spending. And there's a part of me that thinks, well, just, you know what, go ahead. Just spend us into oblivion and let's get it over with. Because it's going to happen. <clears throat> Tomorrow's show. Tomorrow's show, it is Think Tank Thursday. So we'll kick it off with Kevin Jackson, uh, the KevinJacksonNetwork.com. Then... Then we'll have Jim Babka on the program, uh, Gray Sarkey. We've got the Show Me Institute report card. You'll want to pay attention to this. If you've got kids in government schools, the report card is out on government schools here in Missouri. And uh, we will talk to them about that. Uh, then we have um, the uh, Ron Calzone, MoFirst.org. I have no doubt that he's going to talk about... Um, the uh, legislation that we chatted about with the one subject at a time getting in the way of this uh, homeless bill. Uh, he may bring others to the table. And then we have Mike Murphy. He'll be on Como Buzz with one Z, ComoBuzz.com. By the way, he's doing news here in the afternoons now, isn't he, Brian? Yes, he is. And he hosts a show on Sunday mornings from 8 until 10 a.m. They've got him loaded up. You bet. Glenn Beck, Sean Hannity, Randy Tobler, all coming up. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby, honey, I'm coming home.